You're listening to Zeigler Group's Legal Zeitgeist podcast, the Funds Law podcast series that helps asset management firms reevaluate and revolutionize their current approach to investment funds law with the latest technology, legal and regulatory compliance insights, and best practices. Hi there. I'm Bridget Dolan and I'm an associate at Seidler Group. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Elisa Forletta Fernberg, head of ESG at Seidler. On today's episode, we will be discussing ESG developments in the UK and what might be coming down the line as the industry continues to experience a structural and cultural transformation. Elisa, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Bridget. This is definitely a very important topic in our industry right now. Really happy to be here to talk about it with you today. That's great. Thanks, Elisa. So my first question relates to the guiding principles on ESG for investment funds, which were recently published by the FCA. What should our clients know about these guiding principles? So the Financial Conduct Authority, the FCA, has published guidance in the form of a Dear AFM Chair letter uh, in July 2021. The letter was addressed to the chairs of authorised fund managers and outlined three guiding principles. The first one is in relation to reference to ESG in a fund's name in financial promotions or in the fund documentation. And the guidelines state that these references uh, should fairly reflect the materiality of the ESG sustainability considerations regarding the objectives, investment policy, and the strategy of the fund. The second principle is related to how a fund investment strategy is implemented and the profile of its holding. The guidelines go further to state that these should be consistent with its disclosed objectives and it should be done on an ongoing basis. The final principle is related to ESG as sustainability-related information in the key investor information document. They should be easily available, a clear, succinct, and comprehensible. The use of jargon should be avoided, and technical terms should also be avoided where everyday words can be used instead. In essence, it's the principle that we already know and fair and clear and not misleading for all other documents. With regards to timeline, when will funds have to comply with these principles? Well, the guiding principles are not rules in themselves. They do set out the FCA's current expectation based on rules and guidance already in place. So if we think about the fair including or misleading principle, this applies also to any ESG-related information. So as such, there is no effective date. The FCA expects firms to use these guiding principles and the FCA will use these to assess whether the ESG-related claims are clear and not misleading on an ongoing basis. So what they're trying to tackle here is obviously any greenwashing activities. Okay, great. Elisa, my last question, which is perhaps a fairly open one, are there any other regulatory initiatives to watch out for in the coming months and how can our clients keep up to date with these initiatives? So in relation to your first question, another uh, development that's worth mentioning is the roadmap that the UK government published in October of this year entitled Greening Finance, a Roadmap to Sustainable Investing. It provides more information on the plans for sustainable disclosure requirements, which bring together existing sustainability-related disclosure requirements under one integrated framework. It also outlines the reporting against the UK Green Taxonomy, which will form part of the sustainability disclosure requirements. As you might remember, the UK did onshore the taxonomy from the European Union, but they will publish their own uh, technical delegated act at some point. 
another update worth mentioning that was just last week, the FCA published a discussion paper on sustainability disclosure requirements and investment labels. And the results of the discussion paper will also feed into uh, the sustainability or sustainable disclosure requirements that they are putting together. There is another fourth point, which is the Task Force on Climate-Related Financial Disclosures that uh, was created in 2015 by the Financial Stability Board. Now, in June 2021, the FCA consulted on the proposal to extend its TCFD requirements to standard-listed issuers and to require UK-authorized asset managers, life insurers, and pension providers to publish uh, client-focused TCFD-aligned disclosures. But also in July 2021, the Department for Work and Pensions laid legislation before Parliament requiring a variety of pension schemes to make certain TCFD disclosures and effectively manage those climate-related risks and opportunities. So what we're seeing is we're seeing an equivalent potentially or uh, to SFDR in Europe with the SDR, and we're also seeing mandatory climate-related disclosure requirements in the UK. Thank you very much, Lisa. Where can our clients find news and updates in relation to this rapidly evolving area? Is there anywhere they can visit? Our clients can stay up to date through various posts on LinkedIn, on Zeidler Group, and we publish the content in form of blogs, videos, and postcards. We try to uh, share the latest updates on all things ESG-related and do this fairly quickly uh, after they've been published. Of course, our ESG team at Zeidler is always happy to help with any specific question related to ESG. So feel free to reach out to us directly as well. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Elisa, for joining me. That was really insightful. You've given us a lot to think about. Thank you for having me. You reached the end of another episode of the Legal Zeitgeist podcast. Connect with us at zeidler.group to subscribe. Thank you for listening. The Legal Zeitgeist podcast is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice. Professional legal advice should be obtained before taking or refraining from any action as a result of the contents of this podcast. All rights reserved.